baby for a third consecutive year at State Champs Indiana Extra Point. My name is Greg Rakestraw, joined by the ref, joined as the man behind the bash in uh, Wabash and all things covering high school sports in North Central Indiana, my buddy Bob Stambazzi. How are you, my friend? Doing well, buddy. I'm just ready for another exciting season, and hopefully, fingers are crossed, as you can see, we get another full season in. Definitely. Who'd you have to kick off things on Friday night? Well, we went to North Miami to have a TRC conference game with North Miami and Manchester. And Manchester came prepared and North Miami, Greg, three seniors on the entire roster. And you could tell them and uh, had a great post-game talk with uh, Coach Grant. But Manchester played well. Coach Randy Wee uh, has really got his kids rolling. He's got his big running back back. From an injury last year, so it's going to be huge for them this year. All right, so my game, you may have heard of it, Warren Central and Center Grove in terms of N6A. Uh, it, I call this the Indiana kickoff game because this is the game that generates the most interest of any contest in the state of Indiana in week number one. Uh, and again, it is a conference game as well. Only conference game played the first two weeks in the MIC. This game was moved, I want to say, eight or nine years ago, back when it was 5A, and you would play the week immediately after week number nine. Warren Central and Center Grove said, why are we beating each other up going to the postseason? So both schools decided to move the game week number one. And I think I had a call of this game. I think last four times it's been played at Warren Central to kind of kick off the year. Uh, and, and, Bob, how I would describe Center Grove to people, uh, trying to compare them to just how amazing they were a season ago, was I, I, I think they're – I'm not sure they're as good as they were last year, but I still think they're better than everybody else in 6A. And, obviously, the team that was closest to them last year was a 5A team in Cathedral. You know, two teams that finished, you know, kind of top 20 a lot of different national polls throughout the course of the season. Taven Jackson throws a touchdown, four different center grove running backs or quarterbacks run for a touchdown. Daniel Weems goes over 100. Micah Coyle late goes over 100 yards in the game. Uh, it, it's it's a little bit different center grove than in the past because Taven is such a good player. He's going to play quarterback at the University of Tennessee. They let him throw the ball at least in the first half a little bit more than center grove normally would for their wing tee. They win by a score of 38 to 14. Warren Central moved the ball throwing the football, couldn't do it running the football. Warren had 29 carries for 24 yards as a team, and that's because there are three, if not four, Division One players on the defensive line for Center Grove, including a guy that I think has a chance to be Mr. Football, defensive player in Caden Curry. Bad here, final five in terms of recruiting. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Oregon, and the New York Jets. I'm sorry, I mean Indiana University. Those, those are the final five that are up for Caden Curry services. And, and my list is not definitive uh, just because of, of different teams I have done over the years. Right, right. But I've not been broadcasting high school football. This is my 25th season of doing it. And I put him in the top three of high school football players I have ever seen. He is that good of a player. He is that disruptive. 6'5", 245, kid plays baseball too. Um, he's the long snapper for them. It's it, it's crazy the things that he does. You got a handful of offensive snaps. You're not going two ways playing at a place like Center Grove. But again, I don't know if they're as historically good as they were a year ago. But I do think likely they're going to be back to back champs in six A.
unbelievable, especially the conference they play in, the uh, the powerhouse week in, week out they're going to go after. Uh, this is going to be exciting to watch them again uh, to see if they can match what happened last year. I know you're saying not as good maybe as last year's team, but it's going to be every bit as competitive as last year's team. All right, I always default to you as my man on the ground or close to it in Fort Wayne and, and the Summit Schools. You know, they do play conference games in week one because it's a 10-team yeah. league and they play a full nine-game round robin schedule. You and I have argued maybe that needs to change, but hasn't happened yes. this year. So important games in the Summit City took place last weekend. What a, if, if any your attention? Let me just throw this out. We talked about it in basketball. They did it. I think something is going to come down the road here uh, in the next couple of years in the sack, uh, from what I'm hearing. But uh, Lures went over to uh, Carroll to uh, christen their $20 million complex this weekend. And yeah. Kim Williams, yeah. a huge win uh, over there uh, by the score of 38 to 21. And, and the quarterback, Carson Clark, you know him, and he comes out, has an off night. He's only 26 of 39 with three touchdowns, just threw – remarkably well they rushed the ball well against a good Carroll football team and uh, come away with a big win in their opening conference sack game and then I got to look at, at Snyder last year you remember I remember Snyder gets popped heavily by Fort Wayne Northside by I believe it was 34 points uh, this time they come back and uh, they get a field goal at the buzzer to defeat Fort Wayne Northside uh, by the score of 34-32. So Snyder continues to be Snyder, but I think some improvements we're seeing in the sack right now with, with Northside coming around. And, uh, of course, they've entered in Homestead. Homestead got through last week and in and, and 31-14 over Northrop, but they got through it, as I feel. Uh, I was up and worked their scrimmage, inter-squad scrimmage, uh, uh, two weeks ago, Greg, and uh, there's they're they're got a couple big guys, and I mean big uh, guys up front, but not quite as talented as have they have been over the years. And then Dwinger's Dwinger, uh, they're back. They're going to be strong. Got a new quarterback in there, so this is going to be exciting year for the sack uh, this year as things continue to roll around. Remember, the team that has the best chance in the sack advancing is the first one you mentioned. You know, you got Lures at two A making getting a win against. State school in terms of Carroll, you know, Lures was able to beat an outstanding year team in the postseason last yeah. year. You know, Western Boone, who has now won three consecutive 2A championships, is no longer in 2A. They have been bumped up with right. their tradition of fact of 3A. So, you know, Lures, Modern Day, Andrean, you know, Catholic school, parochial, whatever. Well, the reason they're so good every year in the 2A and 3A round is that they play a 4A, 5A, 6A schedule. That's the benefit that they get. And so Lures is showing that uh, immediately. Now, you referenced Carol and Homestead. And one of the things that was a constant topic for us a year ago, Baz, was we're saying, hey, 6A North is wide open because yes. Carmel has been dropped down to the southern half of the bracket. Well, it was Westfield that lost its opener 56-20 a year ago to oh. Cathedral that made it all the way to Lucas Oil and were competitive for a while with Center Grove. And that's not a backhanded compliment. That's just the truth. That's how good Center sure. Grove was. Well, Westfield this year gets beaten by Cathedral, 14-0. So you can look at that as, well, I'm not sure offensively they are what they were a year ago. Or look at it defensively, hey, maybe they're significantly better than they were a year ago. But in my mind, Baz, Westfield 
I think is the favorite in 6A, probably not as, as much so as Center Grove would be in the southern half of the bracket. But now it's kind of a new target for the teams outside of the Indy metro area in the northern half of the bracket to shoot for. they got to find, find a way to be better than Westfield about 10, 11 weeks from now. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I looked at that a little bit uh, as I was doing the, some research, and still back again is Maribel. But I just – the thing that I, I believe, Greg, hurts Maribel is their strength of schedule. Uh, overall, overall, where, where we got Westfield – uh, they go get the boys. Now, they got a couple in there that uh, they should automatically, you would think, hey, this is their win. So I, I think Maribel from the north, Penn has been down. Penn is, to me, still down. Elkhart's going to win some games. Again, that new consolidation. So, But I would have to agree with you. I, I have to give the kind of a nod right now to Westfield to come north. A couple other teams I want to make sure I mentioned uh, in the central Indiana area. Brabuff ends a 10-game losing streak. Uh, they win that one in week number one. I know Chatard returned their starting quarterback, but they lost a lot of other things around him. Uh, and you know, the, the talk about Chatard has been since they bump up to 4A this year, can they compete with an outstanding Ron Colley team? And Ron Colley may have the best offensive line in the entirety of the state. Multiple Division One recruit kid that's over 300 pounds. They can't figure a way to get the starting lineup. That's how big that Ron Colley front five is. And they have a four-year starting quarterback in Aiden Leffler. They put it to Hobart in the championship game last year. I expect Ron Colley to be right back in the 4A mix this year. And there's a lot of good 4A teams in the Indy area, which maybe hasn't been the case at times over the years. But with Ron Colley, Chittard, Mooresville, Mount Vernon, you've got some good teams as, as far as, as the 4A ranks are concerned. Ron Colley play each other in week number three. Those two, Rebuff Catholic, all part of the Circle City Conference, just four teams that play football in that league, and Ron Colley won that league last year. Um, but Ron Colley, again, I, I think is one of your favorites of, of the state of Indiana. What else do you have for the good of the cause today? Well, and I got to look, I got to really look at uh, uh, the 2A. Uh, you brought up Lures a minute ago, Greg, and. Uh, I think 2A in the northern part is wide openly loaded because east side is really good again. Uh, what's that yep. school? Oh, yeah, yeah. Eastbrook. Uh, they're they're going to be there uh, again. And and uh, I just think 2A up here is going to be so competitive. Last year, we looked, you brought up, you thought 1A was probably the most competitive uh, class uh, overall. But 1A is loaded again with South Adams. And I think. The talk is over here. Adam Central has a shot to go this year. Uh, they got the one-two punch at quarterback and running back. They got the Hogs up front. Uh, it's a rich tradition uh, in, in Monroe. And uh, I, I just think uh, this is going to be uh, wide open, 1A, 2A up here in the north. I know we got the big schools in the Central and, and whatnot, but the 1A, 2A up here going to be tough. And I have to look uh, as a team who's been – they're very competitive over the past couple of years, East Noble. We forget about it sometimes in the conference they play. Sure. Uh, but I tell you, East Noble is pretty darn good, as is Columbia City. So they're going to battle it out up here. We can never forget Leo. But I think uh, right now we look kind of like the 1A, 2A is going to where uh, somebody out of the northeast corner is, is probably going to make it to the state finals. 
By the way, in 2A, Central Catholic bumps up to 2A after what they've done the last couple of years, winning a state championship, making the semi-state. Pioneer has ridden 2A. Uh, I think Cecina got them, and that was, again, one of those uh, hastily arranged marriages that you and I referred to from a season ago. Uh, they were supposed to play Lewis Cash, put on quarantine. Cecina was supposed to play Shenandoah. Cecina made the trip to Royal Center, and Cecina got the victory. So, so note that. The Llewellyn twins have graduated from Pioneer, so maybe – they're finally coming down for a little bit, which is something they really haven't done. Seemingly in the last decade, uh, the Pioneer's been really good. But I bring that point up because some of the stumbling blocks for Adams Central in the past, in maybe a Slick or maybe a Pioneer, are not there for the Jets this year. And South Adams got the better of them last year, making to the championship game for falling to Covenant Christian in a classic contest. Their star quarterback in James Arnold has graduated and moved on to play at Marion University. The Starfires lost a lot off of that state runner-up team from a season ago. All right, we and understandably so, we frequently talk about the teams that we think are state championship contenders. Uh, here's a team I'm going to talk about to end my portion of the program uh, that is not a state championship contender. It has been nothing but a struggle on the win-loss record for them since they first started playing football. A tip of the cap to the Wolfpack of Crawford County. They were one of the rival high schools uh, when I was growing up in Lanesville. Crawford County is a 2A school enrollment. My guess would be in the 400 to 500 range. Marengo, like a lot of schools of that size in southern Indiana, when I was in high school 25 years ago, they didn't play football. Um, schools like Eastern of Pekin, uh, Forest Park, Crawford County, Scottsburg, and Silver Creek we're not playing football back in the 90s into the 2000s. A lot of them have added teams in the last 10 to 20 years. On Friday night, Crawford County went to Switzerland County, also a school that is relatively new in terms of football, their season opener. Baz, this is the second year, second time that Crawford County has ever won a season opener. It is wow. the first time they have won in since 2008. In the 15 years they have played football, it is their 17th win in program history. Last year, due to COVID, they went 0-6. The closest they were in a game, they were beaten by 37 points. They had at least 50 points in the six games in which they played. They have a winning record going into a game for the first time since September 26th of 2008. So a tip of the cap to the Wolfpack going 1-0 into this week's game against Eastern of Pekin. Congratulations, Wolfpack. And folks, I would encourage you, since you're online to watch this, Matthew Van Tryon of the Indianapolis Star, who's no longer the Star, but, uh, but Matthew did a great feature either two years ago or three about the struggles they have had since starting mm -hmm. football through the and talk about the financial ramifications, both good and bad, of playing football or not playing football. But it's a neat story from back home. And uh, good on the Wolfpack uh, for getting the victory at Switzerland County. Baz, who you got coming up on Friday night? Well, Friday night we'll be at Alumni Field on the campus of Wabash High School as Alexandria comes to call. And the Tigers will be taking on the Apaches in an old CIC conference uh, matchup. And uh, it's National Guard night, senior night, so we're really looking for that. My uh, color commentator will be none other than the mayor of Wabash, uh, Scott Long, so it'll be a lot of fun.
Very cool. Now, this is the part where I tell you I don't have a high school football game on Friday night. I have an NFL game on Friday night. Uh, I'll have the Colts game at Ford Field in Detroit to wrap the preseason. So Jeremiah Johnson will fill in for me alongside Lance Scheib on ISC and My Indy TV. 0-1 Lafayette Jeff at 0-1 Lawrence Central. We had this game two years ago. It lasted three and a half hours. Both teams cleared 35 points. I'm not sure if it was a slobber knocker as much as Baz would like to say that as more of an aerial bombardment that both teams had going against one another. Uh, so I'll return to the high school ranks in a couple of weeks uh, and uh, I'll have to settle for doing a National Football League game on Friday night instead. Baz, it is so good to be with you, my friend. Good to see you and we'll do it again next week. Good to see you, Greg. Take care and have a safe trip and enjoy high school sports, everybody. There's nothing better. For Bob Stambazzi and Kevin behind the scenes, I am Greg Rakestraw. Thank you so much for joining us for State Champs Indiana Extra Point.